This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guys, before I bring Brittany on board, I just want to tell you of a secret that I am using for my skin. It's winter and it's really dry outside. And I know drinking water is a pain in the butt and it's hard to do. But I use something called Motives Pure, which is an electrolyte solution that I mix with water and it makes my water taste super yummy. There's no sugar, no calories, no dyes, just naturally flavored water sweetened by the stevia plant. I highly recommend it. It's super yummy. And now I'm going to get to Brittany. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mirror, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tabitha Mirror. And I'm here today with tall, beautiful, young, blonde Brittany Fogarty, yes. who is on the next season, the newest cast member of Mob Wives. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Brittany. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here and your beautiful mother, yes. Andrea Giovino, Hello. who, by the way, is described as the MVP, the original Camilla. Carmilla Soprano. I can't even yes. say your name right. And let me tell you, the blood, the DNA right here, you guys are so beautiful. All right? I'm not even kidding. Like, when I look at you, I'm thinking, how is this, this little... little? are deceiving. I know. So, welcome, and thank you so much for being here, thank both you. of you. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having us. Yes. So, I just want to get right into it, okay? Yeah. When I first saw you, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, how is this, like, little... You know, you're you're petite, you're yeah. statuesque, you look like a Barbie, yeah. but you are Staten Island all the way, right? No, Don't very, mess with you. No, I'm very, I think my looks are deceiving in that sense mm-hmm. because if you just meet me off the bat in like a normal setting, I am just have this long blonde hair and I'm tall and I'm skinny and I look like a little Barbie model, yeah. but... You know, I have this Italian and Irish mixed blood. And Which the temper's there, oh, the passion yeah. there. There's, a temp- there's yeah. definitely a temper there. I mean, I think everybody has their triggers. I I think just, like, the background that I come from of, like, these hard Italian edgy people, it's like, you know, when I get put into situations where I'm in a confrontation or I feel like I need to defend myself, that whole Barbie aspect of me like goes away and I turn into like one of my brothers and I'm like, I think I'm a guy sometimes. I'm like, oh, F up anybody. Don't like, poke the bear, right? Know, don't like, poke don't the bear. Poke the tiger. You can't. Well, I'd be really lacking in a lot if I couldn't talk about how you were raised and your mother and your upbringing. Yeah. Andrea, you kind of were like the original, like you, you know, if you, if you, you did a, you did a book about divorcing the mob mm-hmm. and you were married married to John Fogarty, but you were rubbing elbows with, you know, um, John Gotti and all of these. So it was in your blood. You must have taught your daughter. Like, you were very open as a family, mm-hmm. as yes, the lifestyle. I, I was. I mean, I come from a, you know, a very tough area in Brooklyn. A lot of criminals came out of Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So that's all we knew. We were uneducated. We weren't really groomed for education. We mm-hmm. were groomed really for crime. For the lifestyle, for right? For the lifestyle and not knowing any better. But... um Yeah, I think when people compare me to Camilla Soprano, I think that that's kind of like a compliment because I think I'm a little bit more like Tony Soprano. You know, I was going to say that. I actually have to tell you the truth. I'm not really. Camilla's a much nicer person. I have to tell you the truth. I agree with you 100% because they keep calling you Camilla. Like, no, I think she was more like Like the boss. Yeah, Yeah, no, she she always hung out with the men and stuff. Yeah. And like, Scotty nicknamed her Rocky. See? I read that. I know. And you know what I read, too, is I read, um, you know, and I really want to talk about how your family, like how Britney was like kind of raised to be tough from the get-go so you were the boss you were a mobster you were the one that like it's, it's, rolled with the men yeah, it's very difficult for me even today my personality is so so strong I'm single and I stay single because a lot of men can't handle me of course I am very tiny and, and you're powerful very powerhouse mm-hmm. powerhouse and it's very difficult because men get intimidated by that very intimidated 
And I think that... Well, I would be intimidated. That takes a tough person. I wouldn't personally with you next to me, but I'm saying as a man, they want to be the powerful ones. Right. But I think that when you roll in the streets, like, and you're groomed for that for such a very, very young age, you know, you're just not going to have people roll over on you any way, shape, or form. And I think I raised my children. Brittany has three older brothers. Mm -hmm. She's the youngest of three. She's the youngest of three. Of four. Four brothers. Three brothers. raised by me because her mm-hmm. dad was in prison most right. of her life. Her dad got out when she was 11. So I think that, you know, coming from the Italian culture, that she was raised to be very strong, very yeah. tough. Very and I tough love that her, about you. you I know. love strong women. Yeah. I love that, you I know. Mean, she raised me to be tough, but to be a lady as well. Right. Like, yeah. She taught me to be respectful of yeah. people, but to also defend myself. Like, you know, I don't go out looking for problems, but if a problem approaches me, you I'm stand up for yourself. And I, I appreciate that because I think like I hear all these women say, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. But you know what a real boss is? Let me, I love how you just kind you of like, wanna, uh, yeah, a real boss, honestly, is it, you, it's a leader. It's being a strong woman. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is who I am. I'm not going to mess with you for no reason. And if you are that naturally big of a leader you don't need to announce it's it it's like your presence yeah. announces it when you right. walk into a room itself it's your presence it's your aura it's your confidence when you walk into I a agree. room it's i agree i agree walking around saying i'm real and i'm loyal and Ugh. i'm a boss and i'm tough makes me it's, vomit it's who you are it's and your I actions people see that it's the sense you give off the energy you give off to people yes and also you know what you i read something that you wrote that you said that you know unless someone messes with you you have no reason to come after anybody no, you're a lady no, you're elegant yes. you're classy and I've witnessed that myself. Um, yeah. You're just very, very sweet and approachable. And I don't want to mess with you. <laughs> no, that's, that's how I am. Just that's just who I am. Yeah. I'm very like when with when I meet strangers, I'm friendly. I'm a little standoffish. I, I think we say. all are. It's New Yorkers. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna just you know open up and spill you're my out best my friend. Story yeah, to everybody and. But I'm very warm. I'm friendly. I'm, I I think I'm, like, easy to talk to, you know? So yeah. I'm not the type of person who you're going to come up to and I'm going to, like, have an attitude or think, like, who the hell I am. I think like, that that's the difference between a real leader and a real powerful, strong woman and someone yeah. who calls himself that. Um, and I think, I think also, like, my daughter can vouch for this. I'm a big – I'm a very huge women's advocate. I help a lot of women. I, I love that. women to – you know, because I had such a rough road mm-hmm. with no education, seventh grade education, and then been able to support my children without going on welfare and utilizing everything I knew growing up, like being a caregiver and, you know, doing all types of stuff to um, help lift my self-esteem after I was arrested, like yeah. to bring my self-esteem from being lower than an ant up to where it should be. I think that I help women a lot to not have men abuse them and not have men talk down you to give them. Men a, you give women a voice. I yeah, do. Based I think, on your experience. Yeah. I think when you come from like hard times, you don't want to see other people go through hardships. You want to see If them you're a good well. person. Yeah. If you're a good person. If you're person. not a bitter. Because I always say hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And you can be hurt. You can be you know, you had a lot. You know, your husband was arrested. You were arrested. Mm-hmm. He went to jail. Now you're raising all these kids by yourself, and you are. But I, I but I also had a contract out of my life that was yeah. real. I also lost custody of one of my children. Mm-hmm. I also was relocated into an area that I knew no one. Yeah, I had no friends. They were no trying family. to put you guys in the witness protection yes. program, and you were like, "F that. that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But DEA and FBI funded to relocate me. Right. But I developed and I, de- I developed into the person I am today. And I think that I don't look back and that was a bad thing. I think it was a good thing. It was very hard times and it was very um, a lot of heartache. But I think that with change, you grow and you change You either is become hard. better or you become right. better. Yeah, or you so, succumb to right. it. Right. And, yeah. and I learned how to raise my children not in crime and have them educated and have them be self-sufficient and have them, like Brittany said, you know, I'm the nicest person in the world. If I if I have a huge heart, if mm-hmm. anyone like I'm big, I love I love children. I'll help you if I have a dollar. I'll give you fifty cents. Yeah. That comes from being one of ten. We were always taught to share what we have. Right. But if you cross me, then you'll get that person. Then you'll get that person you'll that comes that person. out. And I don't like that to come out. Like I like to help people. That yeah. gives me you know, um, a sense of feeling good to always give back. I always give back. Now, I had read that you basically were the one that got 
your husband to be the boss that he was like you kind of like your experience and you were the one that kind of got to you guys to that level well well yes he was um a street guy yeah irish street guy but he wasn't really connected into organized crime or italian organized crime mm-hmm. or, i mean like so when he kind of met me he you know back then he was gotten worse because my brothers were involved in illegal activity and, and um, hung around all and i hung around all <laughs> yeah, those you men. Sure did, i was yeah. like someone uh-huh. as much as you know people would say like when i was younger i was like very much like britney very feminine and all but i was very bombshell but yeah. I that's was, what i read yeah, I she's being humble here <laughs> bombshell yeah. but bombshell like, you use I your savvy use your savvy there's a reason all these men were trapped Drawn, drawn to you and still now and I mean you've seen now. at my party they sure did oh they were to flocking us. to her I was like oh, oh, okay they all they all come to respect me though the street guys yeah. they just do they yeah. say but that's a compliment they love hanging out with me because they know they can they can feel free to speak and, and do whatever and do whatever they want yes. well there's and, a facade it's yeah. like what right. you see is what you get and yeah. it's always been that way yeah. like we've never covered up anything or no. tried to like put on some type of persona that isn't really what it is and I can imagine you you know, your father, um, mm-hmm. Brittany, was an, uh, jailed at a young... Well, you were very young. Yeah, I was... So you essentially, you know, did you have a relationship with him? No, my father originally got arrested when I was eight months old. And then when I was almost two, he was hit with more charges. Mm-hmm. And they tacked on another eight years to his sentence. So from before I was a year old until I was 11, he was in prison. And we visited him maybe... Two, two or three times in prison but I mean seeing your dad three times from when you're an infant to when you're 11 it was there's no time to bond there, he's, no. in, he's in prison and how did that him. affect you like I know that I can only imagine you as a mother Andrea but you're raising this beautiful girl who you probably is like a spitting image of you how, what was going through your guys' head as a mother and a daughter I feel very blessed that I just have such a strong mother I think a lot of people that were put in her situation to be taken away from the community, the life, and the family that they grew up around and then just plopped into a foreign area with four children to raise. Uh, I don't think a lot of mothers would have handled that so strongly and, and so well as my mother did. And she just took on the reins and she was mom and dad and she did an amazing job with it. I mean, by herself, she did everything she had to do. I mean, if it came to her, the kids, it was like we never wanted for anything. My mom was scrubbing houses, taking me with her, you know, cleaning for other people, just doing anything she could to make sure that me and my brothers didn't want for anything. And see, that's a leader. That's yeah. a real woman. And that's, know? I mean, a mother. It's who very, just it's very difficult for me today, even because I have four adult children, and my whole life was to give to my children. It's very, very hard for me to buy myself things. Even when we yeah. go shopping, very hard. like I'll be like, "Mom, just I get give it. it to them because yeah. that's all I did was give to them because I was the mother, the father, the breadwinner, and it was very, very scary for me. Like people can't really understand if you're a woman and you don't have an education and you don't know how to type and you don't know how to do anything other than to be a mom and a homemaker because that's what I was groomed to do right. to but it cater wasn't to the even men just that though they stuck her in an area where if you didn't have an education and you didn't go to college that was looked down upon yes. so she's also you were like in the middle of like nowhere I was just yes too. I was just did anyone know who you guys were I mean, obviously, well, I, I for was... the first two years, I, st- I was very private. Oh. I, I didn't make any friends and I didn't want to make any friends because I didn't want people asking me. Yeah. Any like, where are you from? I don't what really do you do? want that. I yeah. didn't really want that. Um, but I I developed in, uh-huh. in that time frame into um, I just utilized what I knew. I heard I, you I, came, became quite the community kind of leader. Yeah, And, mm-hmm. and I utilized what I knew. I'm, I'm a great homemaker. Mm-hmm. I'm a great cleaner. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a great caregiver. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got um, involved in to nannying and mm-hmm. being a, a caregiver for wealthy families. Like for do- I have like a great resume for doctor's kids. I would not only go in and nanny, but I would cook before they would come home and have the meal set up and, you know, have everything done for them to be able to support my children. And I want to just tell you or ask you, that must have been a huge departure from what you were used to growing up in that lifestyle. You were around wealth, prestige. I had live-in housekeepers. I had live-in. You were like the princess. Yes, um, but it humbles you. And I think it's good because it humbled me to understand that in a blink of an eye, things can change. And you have to be grateful. You have to be humble. And you have to always give back. You just, people go through life thinking like, that all those things matter. What really matters 
is like who you are in here. And you know what? I think that I feel sorry for people who don't have a humbling experience mm -hmm. no. because it's not fun. It's not a fun thing by any means. But guess what? If you don't have that, then you live your life so enclosed in this bubble of narcissism mm -hmm. and like you blame everybody else if something and goes that, wrong. Yeah, and my I've never once heard my mother complain or like look for sympathy or pity in anything. And it's like, I feel like when people go through hard times and then it's like, they just let that define them. Like, well, I'm this way and I have this negative type of personality because I've been through this. And, like, that doesn't have to define who you are. And my mother came out of it a better, stronger person, a better mother. And, and she's got a great aura. Both of you do. Oh, I yeah. see I see a lot in the two of you that I can see that you pass down a lot of your traits to this Absolutely. one. I mean, she's like my idol. Yeah. I love how you guys do everything together. I mean, that I've seen. I love it. I think it's the best thing. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, well, I love it. That's we why do. when I had Brittany on, I'm like, did your mom want to come on too? Because yeah, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, we go, we go. I want to I want to talk about the show and how you were approached and what you thought as a mother and Brittany what were your thoughts because I'm sure you were you're, this is in your blood it's in your DNA and now it's on TV so when I first got approached with it I was initially I mean I was excited of course just to have the opportunity to do the show but I think just like my natural reaction was like uh, I, I have to talk to my family. Like right. I was like, I have to like make sure this is yeah. like, okay with like because it is it is brothers. about your family. Yeah, it is yeah. about my family, and you know, a lot of my uh, my immediate family, my brothers, my father, you know, my mother, they all support me. But there's a lot of family, like my extended family, aunts and uncles, that don't support what I'm doing and have just completely like cut us off, not mm -hmm. talking because they don't agree with it. And I don't have that that like hush hush mindset it's mm -hmm. not the 80s i feel like you know mm -hmm. I'm i can a grown say what woman. you want you are a grown woman yeah i may be young but i'm still no, but a grown you're grown woman. and it's my decision at the end of the day so you know i talked with my family about it i was excited and i'd been modeling so i just thought it was a good opportunity a great platform. to get my name exactly to build a platform on and further my career in that sense and you know my mom is right there with me to support everything I do. So really, at the end of the day, I don't care what anyone else thinks. If my family and my friends love me, then that's all that really matters. I, I, I felt that when I knew she made the, the choice, she's discussed it with me, that she'd have problems on the show because of the women's ages and because, because of, you are significantly are. younger. I just stubborn. know how they are. I, right. I know because I have sisters like that. And, yeah. and I don't talk to... I have five sisters and I don't talk to them because right. they're stuck back into that they have to do what the men tell them to do. Like yeah. if if whatever the men say, like either their fathers control them or their husbands control them. And but, back there, yeah. they all have that mindset. And I felt the way I raised her differently, she's going to clash. Yeah. yeah. Because raise she raised me to speak my mind right. and to just say my opinions. And that's how I am. Like in a conversation, let's say you know, something bothers me. I'm not necessarily going to make a big deal about it, but if you approach me and you want to talk about it, in my book, that's free reign to say whatever the hell I want from here on out. Right. And that's where I run into problems, I think, is because I'm so outspoken. I'm not going to be shut down. I'm not going to go back on my opinions, my morals, how I think things should be. And right. that's where I run into people. You're the new generation. Yeah, yes. I'm a new generation. New generation. And it's really funny because what you said a second ago, Andrea, was men tell you what to do. I had read, and I hear this from women on the right. show, that in those days, the wise guys... They tell, they take care of a woman, but she's not allowed to talk about anything, you know. No, and that's it's like that's a difference, pawn. different, yeah. That's not a well, relationship. Well, they they, they that's look like at ownership. it like that. That's oh, yeah. because he's a street guy and he's out there making money, so he's allowed to have the you know woman turn a blind eye to it, or he's yeah. abusive, or whatever the whatever's going on, sweep it under the rug. Yeah, no, 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 no. Which is why I don't think we you're don't like Camila Soprano. I think you are like Tony. I'm more because, like Tony. Yeah. Like, because Canela was, I'm she was much just stronger that. than yeah. Canela. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Tabas Samir. 
So you kind of you're you we've all watched the show. Okay, I love the show. Mm-hmm. I've met many of the ladies of the show in person mm-hmm. and you know just on a one-on-one basis. I don't have any relationships with them, but I've mm-hmm. met them. But everyone knows the show. Okay, yes. unless you're hiding under a rock. Yeah. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Um more or less. Yeah. Um and your father did time with Sammy the Bull. Yes. Does that give you a special relationship with Karen for example? Um, I think naturally just the history. Our fathers spent, um, you know, a few years in prison together. And my father explains it to me is like when you're in prison with somebody, it's not like, let's say you're in prison together for three years. Mm -hmm. You're together 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Mm -hmm. You could be together for three years, but it's like you know that person for 30 years. You can't hide your true self from them. They see all the colors of your personality. There's no hiding there's no hiding there's nowhere to go yeah so our fathers were very close and they had this very tight bond and this friendship while they were in prison and i think um you know just this lifestyle is very you know family is very important and history is very important and the relationships are very important and i think that it was um i know it was important to my father for me and karen to build on our relationship because of how close our fathers were right so that was important to my father so it's something that we're going to have to stay tuned yeah you'll have to stay tuned yeah i'm very stubborn in a sense like to me it's you know i've had terrible verbal verbal arguments with even my own aunts and uncles because I just feel like it doesn't matter how much older than me you are. I don't care how much money you have in your bank account, what you do or where you come from. My opinion matters just as much as yours. And I don't care if you think you're above me or you think you're better than me. My opinion is just as valid as yours. And I'm not going to let anybody shut that down. Which leads me to another thing I'm curious about. You are so much younger than the other women. Oh, yeah. Um, and does that mean that they want you to earn respect? I can imagine that can be a pain in the butt. I think that I think. the women from – I just think that the people from this lifestyle in general have this this way – this old school way of thinking from the 80s where you got to respect me and, and you got to, you know – Respect is earned. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't walk into a room and I meet you and okay, you have my respect. Well, what the hell is? What does respect mean if everybody just gives it to you? If yeah. you don't earn it, then what does it really matter? Mm-hmm. I feel like with any of the the women on the show, my respect will t- be given. The only people I owe my respect or my loyalty to are the ones that have never made me question theirs. To right. Me. I get that. I'll respect you, but if I feel like I need to question. Is she really my friend? Is she loyal to me? Does she respect me? I don't feel like she's talking to me in a respectful manner. If I start to feel like that, it's I'm a very black and white person. I either like you or I don't. And right. if I start to feel like a line is being crossed or you're like, you know, looking to undermine the way I'm feeling or or anything like that, it's I'll cut you off. I don't care. I'm not here to make friends. Like, you know, like I said, I'm a nice person, but if these if people, whether it's their age or where they come from or their old school mindset, I don't have a problem standing up for myself. You're basically saying that you're not going to go by anybody else's rules. You're going to no. go by how people treat you and how you were raised to be treated. And, and I think also that a lot of the women are uh, mafia princesses. Of course. They're, they're mafia princesses because their fathers lavished them with everything. Yeah. They don't understand what it is to have a really hard time or a really hard life because none of them have. Yeah. And that's what women grew up like privileged. Know, privileged with silver spoons in their mouths and people just treated them a certain type of way because, because of, who of their that. fathers yeah. were. Yeah. Because of the families that they came from. And, you know, they were driving around in these luxurious cars at 16 years old. I didn't grow up that way. I grew up with no father. My father was in prison and my my mother was nannying and scrubbing houses. So mm-hmm. I grew I came from a very different upbringing than that. I don't I I don't have a sense of like entitlement at all and I right. think yeah. some of these women they do. feel still, entitled. I think they yeah, I think they still look at that like And wrongfully so. Like I don't want her <laughs> because like of our background or even celebrity whatever to go anywhere and not like pay her dues or pay but for... But don't you think you have paid your dues in other ways? I do, but I... Like you fell from what you had to being, uh, you know, in a different area with your kids all alone, nannying, scrubbing, cleaning, while everyone else was still being treated like a mafia princess. Yes. So you guys weren't raised. And Brittany on, ta- wasn't and on raised. top of mm-hmm. all of that, yeah. I was struggling with 
losing custody of one of my children because the judge said the reason I lost custody, not because you're a bad mother, but because you because you don't know how to choose men. You chose the wrong men around your children. Right. On top of that, I was dealing with a very real contract out on my life. Yes, that and that's went to prison frightening. For. Yeah. So I had a lot, a lot of pressure on me. I'm not someone that ever took a drug. I'm not someone that ever got drunk. My daughter knows. Like I'm a very straight. Yeah. I have to have all my senses. I'm yeah. A you got to be in control. Yes. Oh. I, well, people t like listen. I, I'm a doctor. I understand why people drink to the excesses and take drugs. It's to escape. Right. Mm -hmm. I know you could have done that, able, but what I my escape was put the babies to bed when they were tired, eight, seven, eight o'clock. Take a hot shower. Sit in the shower and cry my eyes out and get it all out that way my kids will never see me cry get up and I'll be okay pull myself up by my bootstraps and move forward and because so I couldn't fall apart you couldn't they had all. they were relying on me and Brittany did you notice that growing up did you ever see that in your mother like I obviously you saw all the strength did you see any of the weaknesses never so you never, never saw her cry never no I, no never I mean we're very close now I mean she's like my best friend so of course when things happen now we confide in each other but when I was growing up and I was impressionable still, and it would have upset me to see my mother. She never upset. showed it to you. Never, never showed it to me. The only thing I saw from my mother growing up and still now was just this Smiles, strong, strong. Yeah, yeah. strong, loving, caring mother. I mean, one thing I never, ever lacked was love from my, my family. It takes was, very, very little to make me happy. Yeah. Very little. And that's I, because you're a grateful person. I'd, Truth very be told, grateful. it's gratitude. Very grateful. You can look at something, and if you have the wrong mindset, you're never going to be happy. Never. It doesn't, ta it doesn't take much yeah. to make me happy. Yeah. It really doesn't. And that's you because know? you're grateful. So I have to just say, just listening to all of this, you are so different. Oh, yeah. You don't look like anyone else on that show. <laughs> you aren't the same age range, no. even though you've got this massive mega history of the mob and the mafia in your family you were not raised as a mafia princess your mother the powerhouse the boss was also in a way fell from grace because you mm -hmm. were here at this level of prestige and now you're in the middle of nowhere with a contract out on your life you know making ends meet mm -hmm. and now your daughter's on tv with these women that you knew growing up if one way or the other mm -hmm. were you scared for her I wasn't scared for her because I know she could handle herself. Not even a little bit? No. Okay. I, I just, no, I, I just felt she's going to, I know. She's not scared. No, <laughs> I know how she is. I just, she knew, I think she was, I think she just saw what was coming. I just I saw, like, her. I know she's going to have problems mm -hmm. because she has problems with my sisters because my sisters have that mindset. You know, my sisters have the mindset of, like, you know, that old school 1980s that the man rules and all mm -hmm. that and, and that's you know. something that that affected you on this particular and, and i think it's like the thing like she was saying like you know you have to respect me well not to, i raised her that you respect people that respect you and i agree that respect. respect isn't for and free. i don't believe no. in the thing age she's she's, she's 25 years old i mm -hmm. mean because you're 50 does not mean you have the right 25 to... I was already a doctor so exactly I don't need exactly like, I, was I told doctor, her when right? they say to her <laughs> you know you're too young I said exactly I, I, that. I said there are doctors that are 25 yeah. there are lawyers that are 25 there are everybody like a 25 is not a baby I don't I don't, don't want to hear I don't it I don't even necessarily think that I think that's just when, if somebody tells me like, "Oh, you're too, it's because she's young," that's just you're I would trying hate to hearing make an that excuse because you yeah. can't accept what is really. Going I would on. hate that too. I started college when I was sixteen, med school when I was twenty, and when I hear these people saying, "Oh, she's really young," I'm like, "That's bullshit." Because at that age, yeah. I was already a doctor, right. so I don't want to hear mm -hmm. it. Right. So I get it. It's stupidity that can last forever. Stupidity it's has no it's age. Just, yeah, it's ridiculous to me. And I think that okay, so there's a lot of long going beefs. Oh, yeah. um, you know, you've got the Karen Drita one, which is always mm -hmm. been there, always going to be there, always going to be there, and they always want people to take camps one side or the other yes. and what do you think about that I just, what are we going to see what should we expect I feel like you're going to make your own opinions yeah. but. yes I feel like you know I always make my own opinions and I'm just you know I treat people how they treat me so if, if you're nice to me I'm going to be nice to you and, and that's how my friendships build if I feel like you're trying to control me or something I'm going to distance myself from that and I think you know there's a lot of long ongoing beefs before I came on the show, mm -hmm. obviously, that have been going on for years and years and years. And it's hard to try to build relationships individually with people when there's drama between them. So yeah. that's where it's hard. Because sometimes they want to come and make you take a side. Yes. I would be remiss without admitting that I've been reading a lot of tweets that have been um. going around. 
Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like you're like the one to watch girl because they're talking about you. You know, you've already gotten into a fight with the new cast member, Marissa. Karen's tweeting about it. What can we expect? I know you can't give away too much, but you know, I'm you know, I'm what what can you tell me? I really I can't give away too much and as far as the twit I feel like you Twitter know, is Twitter, another cast member by the it way. It is. It's and I'm learning that. And yes. I'm <laughs> it's funny because I feel like there's even just while we were, we were filming, there was so much drama going on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm, it's another cast member. Oh, it is. And I try to, you know, there's so many things that we are not, we can't say until the show airs, until it comes out. Yes, so I'm I understand. like, you know what? I'm not wasting my time or my breath on these Twitter arguments right now when it comes out. And when I'm allowed to say what really happened, you're going to see my tweets and they might be nonstop because I'm just <laughs> going to be tweeting, sitting there fucking torturing. People. Yeah. And I think that you should. And I can't wait for that. And I'm going to bring you back on when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm reading all these tweets and I know how TV land works. I know you can't say anything. But, girl, I'm telling you, everyone listening, she's the one to watch. <laughs> because if you're the one that everybody, if you know how we are talking about earlier, if you got to be the one screaming from the top top of the roof yeah. talking about how cool you are you're not you're that cool for some right. attention yeah. that you're not initially so you <laughs> you are the one that yeah. everybody is talking about yeah. you're the one yeah. that you got into a fight here you got in a fight with a new girl everybody's mm-hmm. watching and waiting to see what you do yeah so it's going to be exciting I, I mean there was just so much drama from past feuds and from new feuds and I'm really excited to watch. I mean, we don't get to see anything until it airs on TV, so yeah. I'm just as curious as everyone well, else. I mean, I obviously know what has happened and everything, but... Well, know. I say Karen Gravano tweeted something that I thought was kind of like a good thing. She's mm-hmm. like, Brittany and Marissa brought it back to the basics. This is a good cast, trust me. Yes. So, I think everybody is like on the agreeance that this is going to be one of the best seasons. And, and it makes sense how you all fit in. Some of the girls last season didn't make sense. No. Mm-mm. No, I think, I yeah, see, I think it it does. Most of the people this year make sense. I think... You know, I think it's always just a little bit ridiculous and it kind of like when they try to pull people in that don't really have these don't fit. real and they strong make connections. Weird kind, and kind of drama that nobody cares about. Yeah, and it's and, and, I, like, and I think the viewers you? really do want to see they the show see is mob. They want to see true mob bloodlines. Bloodlines. And you guys people. have those bloodlines. Absolutely, but I, that's what well, I think. I don't also walk around proud of that no. either. Like I don't no. brag or sit there and like I'm not and I've said before, like I'm not ashamed of anything that my father has done because I understand that that was the world they grew up in and it was a kill or be killed world and this is what they had to do to survive. But I'm also not proud of that either. Like, I acknowledge the fact that, you know, there's people my age walking around without a father because of my father's actions and that somebody had to bury their son because of what my father had done. And I don't think that's something to be proud of. I, I think that's disgusting. I don't agree with the things they have done, but you know, that's my dad and and I love him still, but I think that other women from this life have a sense I do, of pride idealize and it, yeah. I, it's and horrible. They idolize yeah. it and I think that is just disgusting. Which makes yeah. you so different than the rest. Well, I you think know? that's where I run into my problems is like I'm young and I have a different way of thinking. I'm I have an I'm from a different generation. Yeah. I have a different mindset. I have a different outlook on life in general and and I don't like you know, the, I don't to say I what's right or wrong. I didn't yeah. raise any of my kids because I don't want my sons or any of my children in crime. I cannot stand when they use the word rat, rat, rat. I'm like this. Yeah. If you put if a man puts his hands on a woman uh-huh. or he does anything illegal there's a consequence in life. I taught my children there's a consequence for bad behavior. Right. Society expects you to live your life like a good law-abiding citizen, mm-hmm. or there will be major consequences. Right. So because you want to go be a criminal, that's on you. Yeah. That don't like I'm a big advocate to women. Yeah. Like I, I saw last season they were saying that. One of the girl, Natalie's, she's a rat because she called the parole board. Because somebody tried hitting her, right? His ass should be behind bars. I mean, listen. I don't believe in having women be abused. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like so against that. Mm -hmm. So if it were my own sons, Mm -hmm. I don't put up with that. Yeah. I think it's also like a small sense of denial, too. It's like, you know, you're consciously making, if you're a, a street guy or a criminal, you're waking up every day and you are consciously making these decisions to live this life. So, you know, if the, if everything falls apart on you, don't be surprised. Like, you, but, you but, knew what you were getting into. But, right. but also, that's where I say the women 
cover for the men and the men are still controlling them because you need to really sit back and say, wait a minute, you should expect this woman to take a punch in the mouth or be abused and do nothing about it? Right. No, 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 no. That's, that's not what I want for my I, I, always, I don't think I'd call the cops. I think I'd wait till he went to bed and take yeah. a baseball bat and <laughs> bash his head in. Probably. There you go, an eye for an eye. <laughs> Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. You know, people always say be loyal no matter what. And I, I had a long talk uh, with another guest. You know, when friends say you need to be loyal to me no matter what, I that no matter that. what is a messed up thing. No, I don't agree with that. You at need all. to be loyal to one thing, and that's your Yourself. own integrity. Yes. And I, that's like yes. I said earlier the only people that I will continue to respect and be loyal to are the ones that I never questioned their loyalty to me. Because I don't think it's like no matter what so what does that mean because we have a friendship you can treat me however you want to treat me you could do whatever you want and no that doesn't give you that right if you to to maintain a like a healthy relationship i feel like there has to be a constant level of respect yeah. boundaries boundaries, boundaries. And, and once you once thing. you once someone pushes those boundaries you let that happen once there's no telling that it's going to yeah. end mm-hmm. it's not going to stop and i'm not perfect i hold on to things i'm and i'll be the first one to say it like i'm a little that's one of You're my Scorpio. Down- Falls is a, no, I'm actually I'm like Sag. A, yeah. I'm a I'm on the cusp, cusp of yeah. Sag and yeah. Cap. Scorpios don't let anything go. Yeah. My yeah. sister's a Scorpio. What are you? <laughs> I am a Libra Virgo cusp. I have like okay. the Virgo um a lot of Virgo qualities, but then the aesthetics of a Libra. But I also like I'm very logical and rational. I make yes. up my own decisions. Mm-hmm. I try not to hold grudges because I feel like it's it eats you away. Me yeah. taking poison, expecting right. the other person to That's die. That's what I know? try to I'm tell not, her. It, like, if you hold yeah. on to it, the other person doesn't know. You're, it's eating they don't away know. at you. They don't well, know. It's not like holding on to. But I know what you mean. I have you a don't very forget. hard time. Yeah, like forgiving. Yeah. I, even if I do forgive you, I'm never gonna forget. Yeah. What yeah. You crossed me. Especially like, if it was really bad. It's so weird because. I'm Aries Leo. I love Aries. Yeah. My niece, uh, you're tough, strong, you're independent. You're very yeah, leaders. Leader. Yep. It just fits me. You so, know, uh, are we going to be seeing you on the show a lot, Andrea? Yeah. I make several appear. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I'm a fire. Yeah. I'm a firecracker on the I show. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, you know, like I, I did my little background. I read the tweets. I read, and I'm like, this girl, you know, like I've met you, okay? You were nothing but lovely and sweet and just unbelievably gracious towards me. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see. <laughs> The, poke the bear. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that's, and yeah. that's how I am in in you know real life. And I think on the show, it's a lot of fo- everything is a lot of focus on the conflict and mm-hmm. on the drama. And you know, if you put these women together for six months, issues are going to arise. And it, it's like if one thing, little thing happens, I mean, they they zone in on it. So it's like. You met me in in yeah. my real life, and yeah. I'm sweet. I'm nice. Yeah. I'm friendly, gracious, elegant, all of those things. Yes, yeah. but at the same time, it's I have a temper. I have a side yeah. where it's like, don't mess with me. If you're disrespected, right? Yeah, and I I think I don't necessarily think it's a good thing, but I have this like it's almost like a switch, and I'll just like go off, and I just don't care. Like wh- if she starts raising her voice in a store, I'll be for like the first five minutes. I'm like, oh my god, I'm embarrassed. Like <laughs> people are looking. But if I get to the point where I'm, I get angry. I don't care what anyone around yeah. thinks. I'll start screaming at the top of my like lungs. Like mama, like daughter, right? Here. Yeah, I don't care who. I'll, uh, it's all bets are off. And I, I think she clashes with like the old school mindset of there's their, a lot of it on that. There's stuff. a lot of it because of. Their age, they haven't gotten out of that area they to still develop. Our mafia princes, and they right. love to talk about it, and they love to like to talk Idolize about the old it. days. Yeah, they yeah. had to want for nothing, but and if, you got like a exactly car. had that mindset, nothing would ever change. If yeah. everybody stays thinking from an old way of thinking, we're never going to progress. We're never going to grow. Like, yeah, we're going to exactly. be stuck in this. And maybe as time goes by, they can learn from your humbling experience that. Not everybody had it like that. No, because they're too close-minded <laughs> because all they want to do is say rat, 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 right. rat, rat. I see that a lot. And the facts are, no, I didn't rat. I was smart enough to craft 
my husband and my brother to come forward and tell the truth Mm -hmm. so I could be there to raise my children. And don't ever judge anyone until you're in that person's shoes because my children were much more important than anyone, Mm -hmm. and it was sink or swim, and you bet your ass I'm going to swim. And it wasn't your children's life. It was your husband and that his life that he chose. Absolutely, and absolutely. But I'm I'm not going to say I I didn't know about illegal stuff because I did and I was involved in it. I was, but I think that my first, my, you know, caring first and foremost is my children. Yeah. And, on, and I was facing 10 years in prison. Mm-hmm. So my kids would have went into child services. Yeah. So I don't so care you did what, whatever these women took. will never sit down with me. Uh-huh. I asked for it. They right. would never sit down like you and I are sitting down. And what's really messed up about that is because they're so keen on how much they protect their own children from their children's father's Exactly. Sin, Thank they you. they won't sit with you. They won't sit down with me and because I would rip them apart. Yeah. And how can you judge anybody? Yeah. How do you judge? You never could. I can't judge you're you. I don't tell know what me you've been through. You're well, going to take 10 think... years and leave your kids home? No. You're a horrible mother then. For a man? Yeah. All for a man? Yeah. That's where we would clash. Yeah. Because I'm all for my children. Yeah. I just don't think that anyone from, like, you know, regardless of whether or not other people on the show judged me or didn't judge me, I don't think anybody should be judged in a negative way because of what their families have done. You're I don't not know. your That's father's not, mistake. Exactly. Right. Like I didn't that those were not my actions. You know, my father did what he did and honestly I'm grateful that my father cooperated. Me and my brothers would have been raised in like a family services home. If he didn't, my mother would have been in prison with my father. I would have had no parents. Thank God I had my mother there with me. And I think that, you know, that's my story. And there's so many other stories from this lifestyle that, like, who is anyone to judge the other when everybody's been through hardships and everybody's had to go through certain different experiences? Like, you can't talk about what you would do until you're in that position, until you are facing these consequences, until you're facing eight years in prison and leaving four children to the government. Like, you, you can't. And the them. irony of this whole thing is a lot of the show talks about how the women have to stay behind and raise these children by themselves mm-hmm. while the men are in jail. Mm-hmm. So there's two huge ironies. You sacrifice everything to mm-hmm. be with your kids. Mm-hmm. So you're biggest fear wasn't being a single mother your biggest fear is that they have no parents to take care of them exactly so it's very interesting that um, and it'll be interesting to see that unfold yeah i do want to talk about something other than the show because you both are entrepreneurial women you're an author andrea Mm -hmm. you have a jewelry line because i can't i can't i can't just talk about one side and one Mm -hmm. show and drama conflict because there's so much more to you no there is so my jewelry line me and one of my best friends started it's called brickell jewelry Mm -hmm. Um, Brittany and Kelly is Love it. how we like came that. up with Brickell. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we both are very, I have like a little bit of a hippie-ish side to yeah. me. And I'm very, my the, my friend Kelly, who I started it with, she, we're both very like into energy and positive energy. And, you know, we'll sit and listen to like meditations and just like, being good Yoga, people yeah. and because it does lift your spiritual vibration. Yes, it, it does. does. Yes. You need and that so, time, especially when you're filming Mob Wives. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm really like we're both very into um, you know the crystals and yeah. like healing powers of crystals and things like that. I and, love rose quartz. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to. I'll send you a necklace. Yeah. I have a rose. I love because it's one. just like it's about love and it's about yes. peace yes. and it's yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll yeah. send you. We have a rose quartz piece, yeah. but so most of our pieces are we hand make everything the two of us, and most of our pieces are all crystals and it's all you know we're just it's something we love to do we both love jewelry and there was like a point in time where both of us were like trying to find certain pieces that we had in our mind and we're like we can't find these anywhere so we're like let's just start making them yes so so we just started making them and you know i remember like a month in we were like sitting in my yard like making all these pieces and we were just like wow like these are really good like we have to sell these wow so and you know and it just kind of like kept going, so it's still in its early stages. But we're really proud of it. And I, wear, I saw your website. It's yeah, really, really and beautiful we have some things. fun pieces. And next week uh, we're dropping a new Christmas holiday line. Fab. Yeah, so it's it's fun. It's exciting, and I, you know, it's cool. I, it's really rewarding. Like when I go out and I'm wearing my own jewelry, and people like compliment it. Like I was in LA last week, and 
three different clubs, like the bottle service girls are like, oh, I love your jewelry. And I'm like, thanks, I make it. Like, here, yeah. take my info. It's fabulous, so, yeah. Yeah, it's something that, you know, I just have a passion for. Too. What's the website? Um, so it's com. You got it. And it's on your Instagram. It is. The link is in my Instagram, and my Instagram is just Britt Fogarty. I mean, if you don't know that now, you sure will. Yes. <laughs> Andrea, you are an author. Your book is pretty phenomenal. I yes. think it's still very relevant. And yes. the stuff you talk about in your book. Yes. I'm, you also, I'm also like right now um, – like in the beginning stages for film, I have lots of people involved like that um, want to do film rights with me. I think it'd be a great you story. You know, because yeah, yeah, it's it's so different from what we're used to, and you get to see the struggle, and you get to show. And I have to just say another and thing: the redemption, and the redemption, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're using this to empower other women. Yes. If you ever need me in any way to help you with mm-hmm. anything, I'm a huge supporter of women and children because oh, that's how you I have am. to. You yeah. have to give these girls and these little ki- these children the tools to, because it starts at a young age. Absolutely. You know? Your your insecurity stems from a lack of love yeah. and I a mean, lack of had, someone hoping it and believing it. I mean, I, she's had like young troubled girls come and live in our house for like two or three months to help them get on their feet. Yes. Don't worry, change you don't have their to lives. pay bills. Yes. Like stay with me. Just we'll to go to you. school. I've yeah. actually committed to Heather. I took a baby one for one year so she could go to school five, to, days, a week. five days a week. Wow. No not get paid or anything yeah. just take her from eight in the morning to six at night because uh-huh. then after she went to school she had to go to work so she could get her degree and she did get her degree and then i also have another one from a baby to she's nine now she they just moved to florida but i take her every summer boo yeah. and you're changing from, people's lives yeah, yeah. They will never, mean, there's no the blessings for just that to give un- them just to give and all little girls just to give them the foundation that I didn't have because with 10 children, you can't really, the the way we were raised so poor, my parents didn't give us that much like no. nurturing and mm-hmm. love because we had to they fend were, for ourselves. Yeah. And she has these people in her life and she'll help them like school time comes around and she makes sure that all these little girls have clothing, clothes to go, new That's clothes so every amazing. year to go to school with. Everything so they don't feel like I have an feel, organization that you I don't. You, I don't. I just should, do it out of my one. own money. I think you should start one. I think yeah, I do it out of my own money and yeah. stuff and I make sure that because I know what it is to go to school and feel the shame of uh, having no clothes and yeah. having old shoes and yeah. having that you wear the shame yeah you wear it because you're and the you one become that... you become when you wear that shame you become insecure yeah so and it affects your life it affects it how you feel it affects how you perform it does mm-hmm. it really does so I try to give back and I'm, that's what I mean about just being grateful it's not my daughter knows I'm the most humble humble person it doesn't matter to me about a label it matters to me that i i rather take my money and help the little girl yeah Yeah. you know what's really sweet about this conversation with the two of you is every time you talk Brittany, your mother looks at you like with (laughs) such love in her eyes (laughs) i think it's so sweet and considering like the kind of background that you guys have come from and all you've gone through i mean i'm i'm rooting for you i know you're going to be the one to watch and i've got i'm team Brittany. <laughs> That's what I say. You know, people say to her, "Who's team?" I said, "She's I'm Team, team Brittany. She's her own team. team she's Brittany. Like, I'm on my own. Team. She's on her own team. That's Team I mean, Brittany. It's so good. I mean, like, I love that she's here today too. I try. I mean, she comes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, we love to be together. Even when I was younger, like, twenty-one, I would. She doesn't drink at all, but I'd I don't be like, drink ever. Whatever, like just come with me to the club for a couple hours. Like come see this, <laughs> come yes, see this yes. concert with me, and she would like, and I'd bring her to these things, oh. and she'd be standing there like, okay, Brit, like I'm too old for this. Get me out of here. And I'm like, oh, come on. but it's fantastic. It's fabulous, and it's funny because I didn't even know this. And when I was asking, um, you know, I mean, does Brittany want to bring a guest on? And is her mom's gonna come with her? I'm like, does her mom want a mic? I mean, I never like would even be where I am as far as like my modeling career or anything without my mom. I mean, she kind of like pushed me into it and really like got me started. And then the way my modeling career really furthered and kind of like took off more so is really due to my mother and just her outgoing personality. Can I ask you a question? Were you at the Michael Costello show this year or last year? Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. I, I in was LA. it. It was it in L.A.? It was in L.A., yeah. I went to Michael Costello's show in Los Angeles, and you may have been walking in it. it oh, was my it only was in L.A. She walked in L.A. two years yeah. ago. Yeah. No, because Michael Costello was in New York this year and last year. Yes. So it was before that. It was before, before, that. before he yeah. ever yes. came over. Yeah. yeah. Before that, but it was I the do. only show in L.A. I went to because I thought he was great. I think yeah. Was yeah. I mean, I love Michael Costello's yeah. designs, and he was really great to work with, too. And yeah. 
you know, I actually was just really grateful that I got to walk the runway for Michael Costello, yeah. and his dresses were amazing. There was actually one of the dresses that I had modeled on the runway for him um, on the runway, and then a couple of months later, like, Beyonce wore it in her concert. Oh, wow. and I was yeah. like, oh, my God! Yeah. I, who wore it better, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really, you know, I just have to say it was really just beyond a pleasure. Oh, thank nice. Speaking so with much. the two of you, getting to know the two of you, getting to know more about, like, your hearts as, as human beings and, and how much gratitude and love that you guys have, yeah. not just for each other, but for everyone. Um, and I think that, Andrew, what you do is, like, a blessing and keep going. You know, you're you. an amazing, amazing Amazing thank you. Woman. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you for having us. You got it. And, and I mean, Brittany, I cannot wait to yes, see you. I'm Everything that you have coming, and I would like to have a, a standing invitation for you to come back Absolutely. when we can actually really talk about what those definitely once shows. <laughs> we need to do this. Again. We will. I can't wait. There's been so much that has happened throughout this season that it's like I, I can't, can't wait. wait to see it I really can't I I'm can't just wait. as excited as all yeah. the fans are I mean when they tweet and they're like I'm so excited to watch I'm like no I'm so excited to watch like I can't wait to see how it all unfolds and our all thumbs this. will be on the Twitter on our yeah. Twitter <laughs> I, know, right? I know that you've already talked about social media can you just throw mm-hmm. your social media out there again yeah so my Twitter and Instagram are both just at Brit Fogarty and then my Facebook is Brittany Fogarty. And then for Brickell Jewelry, our Instagram is just Brickell, B-R-I-K-E-L-L, Jewelry. I love, I'd love for all of you to check it out because it's just a fabulous jewelry line. Yes, and I'm going to send have, you the rose quartz I would quartz love necklace. to, and I'll tweet it. Do, Andrea, do you have anything you want to tell people about your social media, or do you like to keep it private? I'm kind of more private. You, <laughs> you know? know what? We're going to be seeing you on I, TV so yeah, you can root for Mama yeah, from the sidelines. Yes, yes, I can't yes, wait to see Mama Bear come out. I can't wait. She comes out. Mama Bear comes out no like the most with, vicious bear in the jungle. Ah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Very. I can't wait for that. You guys, it's an absolute blessing and a pleasure to have you Thank here. you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.